Life is not linear. It's a magnificent dance that invites us to be more than we can imagine. But that doesn't mean growing is easy. I'm George Kalantis, and welcome to Tough Transitions. In this podcast, I'll share stories from my own life and the stories of others so you can fully accept yourself and rewrite the way you see the world to stop holding yourself back from your best self and your extreme power. This is your path. Your life is unfolding exactly the way it was intended. Learn how to connect your heart, listen to your voice, and free yourself from limitations and expectations so you can claim your true, unlimited potential. Hey, I'm back for another Friday Flow. And this one's an interesting one because I'm going to share with you an essay in my book called Nowhere to Go on the topic of love in a section called Mentors because love has been an amazing mentor in my life. Love for myself, love for my daughter, love for life, which is how I created the book and how I got here today. And so we were out to breakfast, me and my daughter, earlier in the week, and she asked me the definition of love. (laughs) Stumped. She was drawing some hearts, and we were talking, and she said, Daddy, what does love mean? And I was like, ooh, how do you explain this to a six-year-old? So, you know, she kept drawing, and I created some words on the spot that really, you know, hit home and essentially told her as long as she can learn to trust the rhythm, the beat inside of her chest, no matter how hard it may seem or how hard it may feel, she can always remember that she is love itself. Essentially, when you learn to love yourself first, then you can learn to find the love that you crave. And I've been divorced for nearly three years, separated for four, been in some healthy relationships, not so, not so healthy ones, dabbled in some one-night stands, dating apps, and it's been a whirlwind. But, you know, I don't feel off or I don't feel lonely because I've learned to really find something that matters more to me, but also not put my self-worth on the status of my relationship. Because I believe that my purpose here was to go through all of these things and still go through them to be able to write the book and to get where I'm at because I had to live it. And so what is anyone to do in this space when they're feeling lost, confused, and not really sure? What is the secret to love? Well, while I have a lot to learn still, I do know and believe that when you learn to discover what you are made of first, I'm talking about you're creating a life based on values, you know what you need and want, you're experiencing life, you're going out there and having fun, you're not letting society dictate who you are or create your identity or put your self-worth in your relationship status, then you start to see the true meaning of love. And you let go of old patterns that made you settle for less or that you made you abandon yourself in the process. And you get to see what's waiting for you on the other side of the fear by letting go. And so that is, I believe, the true way to find love, right? When you learn to kind of go a little bit deeper into what got you here in the first place of feeling that way, (laughs) you know, and when you know that you're done with all the bullshit stories that you tell yourself and when you're really ready to create a life based on values and your own needs and wants and put yourself first, this is how you find the true meaning of love. So let's get into the essay. Several months into my sobriety, one of my mentors asked me, 
When was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror and said, I love you? My stomach dropped. I felt my heart scream at me behind the walls of heartbreak and fought to hold back the tears running down my cheeks. She went on to say, You are looking for something that is not lacking. You give your love to others in hopes to heal what aches. While the pain you are experiencing is deep, have you ever considered that the sense of emptiness you feel is because you were separated from your heart a long time ago? Up until that point, I hadn't thought about love that way. It was as if I'd left the love I have for myself behind to fill what felt hollow. I went into the bathroom after our conversation and looked at myself in the mirror. This time, I didn't see a thousand-yard stare or a lost lonely boy, but a glimpse into the soul of a grounded man with an integrity and an open heart. As I held my gaze and continued to breathe deeply, I realized what I seek in others is fundamentally mine to own first. I put a hand on my heart and realized that our suffering can never be defeated or washed away, but only transformed when we explore the love we have for ourselves first. When I tended to the place I ignore for so long, Darkness turned to light, and there was nothing more I needed to discover. I only needed to feel the abundance of love around me. At the center of my repressed emotions was the human experience. Throughout the next year, I listened to the rhythm of my heart. Every morning I got up to write nowhere to go. Amid my writing malaise, darkness came, but each visit was shorter than the last. I was learning to love myself through the exploration of being a creator, a father, and a lover. Every conversation and story transformed me. My doubts and fears dissipated, and my love expanded past limits I never knew existed. I know what it feels like to walk down roads you're unsure of while your heart screams at you from a distance. How exhausting it feels to hold together life as it seems to escape your tired eyes. I know the suffering that comes from witnessing the separation of the heart. For a long time, shadows walked along my side while I frantically looked for a light to return and lost myself in the process. Today, I finally see that maybe the point of life isn't what I thought it was. Why do we give so much love to others instead of learning to love ourselves first? I look around at the world and see so many people searching for something outside themselves, hiding behind the world's busyness, disconnected from their hearts. But all this denying who we are eventually leads to the same result, death. I learn to make space for what needs to come through. To do that, I have to let my heart speak without shame or judgment. Usually, it's the first thing in the morning after meditation, or my daughter isn't with me. It's time when I create space to get out of my head and into my body while journaling on the following prompts. What's the truth I'm avoiding in this struggle? What do I gain from holding on to this story? What is possible for me to let go? In what ways can I show myself compassion during this struggle? What do I need most right now? This saves me from losing myself at the expense of something or someone. It also prevents me from recycling my hurt to my daughter or anyone else. In shifting my perspective, I strengthen my heart's muscles while love fills every part of my existence. When my inspiration feels dry, I take a deep breath and listen to my heart. One of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves is this listening. One beat at a time, as we allow our hearts to open up to all we fear as we connect with ourselves to find deeper meaning. Today, I float between worlds of darkness and light because I know each serves its purpose, because these words is my ever-evolving capacity to love with no limits. When condition arises or changes unexpectedly, 
I remind myself to take a deep breath, close my eyes, and sit in this space with no judgment and let the process of life unfold. If I sit here long enough, time slows down, and my words give me the courage to release identities that do not serve me. What transforms in front of me is ancient, and the vulnerability that lies here is more satisfying than anything external. Remember, follow the deep, unwavering wisdom of your heart. It knows who you are, in case you forgot. And so everywhere people like you, and like myself, find the love we crave by investing in ourselves first. So remember that. And these prompts, come back and listen to the podcast the next time you feel lost and you feel like you're putting your relationship status on your self-worth and you're desperately searching for something outside yourself because you have what it takes. Your number one goal when it comes to love is being aligned with yourself and your values. When you can learn to trust yourself first and love yourself first, everything will unfold the way it was intended to. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you next week. Did you just like what you heard? Then make sure to check out my book, Nowhere to Go, Navigating Tough Transitions. It's available everywhere books are sold. You can also now get it from me for $1 digitally at theartoftoughtransitions.com where you have an option to upgrade to a five-day masterclass to really help you break free of the limitations and expectations of the world so you can tap into your true potential. Because what are you waiting for? Life is this magnificent dance that invites you to be more than you could ever imagine, but only if you give yourself permission to be open to the many tunes in front of you right now. Thanks for listening. Share, review it, and I'll see you around soon.